0: No. no. And Nancy, she got it all. Made my seat, man, I mm-hmm. my water Fancy Nancy,
1: woo, woo. Fancy Nancy, yeah. She's got it all. Na 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 have that off and uh, blog talk radio decided it was going to play it anyway all right i'm going to open up the chat room i have a chat room if you want to join in the chat and ask questions cynthia go to the blog talk radio uh give yourself a self self-serving name (laughs) and uh, enter the chat room i'm opening the chat room up right now and i'm going to bring cynthia lowen online i'm opening your mic cynthia if you're listening
2: hi you're live
1: Sorry about the Hi Nancy, how I are meant you to doing? Take it off. <laughs> Good. But anyway, we got fancy Nancy there. I'm telling you, I got to tell you, Cynthia. I'm shaking a little because I just rewatched the film. I watched it two weeks ago, and now I rewatched it this morning, and I'm just like, I'm oh. overwhelmed. Oh, I am thank you. overwhelmed, and just a little bit. I was like, because watching it the second time, I, I, I just felt it. It just, it was just had me shaking because I was like, what, <laughs> what. And Thank you. It, it's such an amazing piece, and, and so much, I could see so much work went into it, everything from uh, the things I noticed, like the music, the things I noticed, like certain scenes you would use to set up what was going to happen, and you used nature, but it was like you would use nature, and then you'd use cold, hard stone of government, <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. Wow everything about it was just so well thought out and planned. I really love this film. I really. Oh,
2: thank you so much. As Anthony. I said,
1: I, <laughs> I hope it goes to your head. It's just, it's such an important, vibrant, eye-opening film. And I I want to help get this out there about the film. So let's back up All a right. little bit um, on you. And so tell me about your background, at the, the beginning of this. I know you did Bully, which is an amazing film, and Screen yeah. at the White House. Uh, Yes. Yeah. And, and you did it during a time when it was such an important time for this to be known that you're not alone. You're not alone. And I think something in yeah. the news just popped up, too, where a university uh, did a design T-shirt on their, uh was selling a design T-shirt by a bullying victim that he designed. So it, it it's so controversial right now. I don't know where to begin. So let's begin with the
2: story of you, Cynthia Lowen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this one very much grew out of our experiences with bully. And when we were making bully, what we were seeing was that there was this epidemic of violence that had become totally normalized in our communities, in our schools, in our workplaces. Everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, bullying, you know, that happened. That's something that we've all gone through. That's just human nature, right? And when we set out to make that film, what we wanted to do is really test this theory. Like, is it inevitable? um why should we accept these forms of violence in our in you know and everywhere we go why you know when young people are taking their own lives because they've been targeted that's not something that i think we have to accept as a normal part of our schools and communities so we made that film to really depict this is what bullying looks like and this is the toll that it's taking and what we did with that film was we had a huge national and international impact campaign to get the film in schools so it's in front of kids and teachers we had a lot of engagement from parents policymakers and we were able to really shift the needle with that film from bullying being something that was just oh yeah that's just what happens to you know most schools now have a policy on bullying most states now have have mandated policies on training and responses and reporting so that was a huge thing that we were able to do with that film and once that was done um, you know, people were saying to me more and more, "Have you seen what's happening online? Have you have you seen what what is going on on the internet?" And of course, you know, for any of us who are online, as we most are every day, you know, we see violence in our online communities all the time. If you go to YouTube and look at you know the comments on any one video, you're likely to find some kind of you know really abusive thing going on. Um, and what I was hearing more and more about were um, death threats, uh, including what happened to Anita Sarkeesian, who's one of the main women in the film. She was targeted yes, as what yes. was called the Gamergate attacks. So it was these um, online mobs that were going after women in the gaming industry. Anita uh, is a cultural critic and she was critiquing representations of women in video games. And she became a target of this, of this massive ta- attack so, you know, death threats, um, very sexually violent, sexually graphic attacks that forced her to really, you know, change everything, <laughs> you know, her personal safety. Yes, she lives out I her. believe.
1: Yes. In the film, you show guard dogs,
2: I mean, coming in
1: to a place she was going to speak.
2: Yeah, she had numerous bomb the- threats uh, when she would give public speaking um, engagements. And, you know, these are public speaking engagements for, like, you know, teens who are excited about tech. So what's the message that that's sending to teen girls when their speaker has to be accompanied by armed guards um, to just talk about women in you know women in gaming and and I think that's a devastating message for for young girls to see um, and that's something that I really wanted to challenge with this you know that this is oh this the, is not uh, acceptable games I know.
1: Yes, and the games I've seen these games and I questioned my son on them and luckily my son doesn't play those kind of games he just you know yeah. but I was questioning one of one that I thought was very violent and I pointed out to him was Grand Theft Auto and I said gee, mm-hmm. this seems like a uh, guys being sexist, racist and everything I just this is just yeah. not right and he goes oh yeah, yeah you
2: know what I'm not going to play that <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, it's and so, it's so worth, much of that. you know really really exploring and I think you know for even for people who love games love the it's you know I think it's it's really important for a community to be able to say like hey like let's take a step back here and like look at what are what are the messages and the kinds of things that we're consuming all the time that we may not even be aware of necessarily so I think you know that's where where um I learned about Anita's story was after she had been attacked by this mob um, and then some of the other things that were coming out, you know, as I was starting this film were, were what's, what is commonly referred to, it's really a misnomer, revenge porn, um, what, what we would call, you know, non-consensual image exploitation, um, where women who, um, you know, were being victimized and targeted by having nude or intimate images spread, you know, all over the Internet. There are numerous websites devoted just to, people who want to upload the picture, and when you upload the picture, it asks, acts, asks for the woman's school, for her social prof- networking profiles, for all this information that will make it much easier for people who actually know her to find and identify her, and it will increase the likelihood that it will show up in a Google res- result result search under her name so it will have a hard time you know if she's looking for a job that'll come up if she's trying to get into a school it'll come up um so you know the proliferation of those kinds of sites and those kinds of things was another thing that really made me want to make this film.
1: and especially I, mean, I think one of the things too was one woman uh being persecuted just from a uh, being on a dating site and it, 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 yeah. it turned into a whole horror story for her
2: Because she didn't want to go out with the person. Totally. Yeah, you know, a woman um, who remains anonymous in the film was, um, you know, contacted by someone on a dating site. She said, you know, I don't want to go out on a date with you. Thank you very much. And then that person continued to stalk her and hack into her accounts and um, advertise her on Craigslist for Intimate Encounters and then would impersonate her to the people who responded to those fake ads saying you know come meet me at my house come meet me at my workplace and so dozens and dozens of men were coming to her workplace and her house thinking that they were there to you know have a sexual encounter with yes. her so
1: this really and and sending photos and and uh, yeah. I think that was yeah. the one who they, they were sending photos of their their uh, private parts and uh,
2: yeah. Harassing her at not her job, her. and
1: and then I yeah. think her mother.
2: They even harassed her mother. And to her mother. Yeah, and to her mother. Yeah. So you know, I think this her story really demonstrates that this fallacy that oh, it's just the internet, just turn off your computer. is totally not the case because what is happening online is seeping out into every part of these women's lives. It's affecting their oh personal my God, safety, Cynthia, their job. The part their in the film, yes, the part where it said where the, they said.
1: Change your password, right? Like, what, yeah. What is the accountability of right. the perpetrator? Where <laughs> is the right. perpetrator accountable? Exactly. <laughs> and I'll just say medicine, medicinefilms.com. Net, I, I want to get that in there. Medicinefilms.com yes. for more information. And if you want this screened in your community, contact them. Medicinefilms.com. N e t i z e n s film dot com. This is so important. And then I'm telling you, I'm I'm literally vibrating from watching it the second time. I watched it the first time and I was like, oh well, that's not. And then I watched it the second time, and when mm-hmm. uh, oh uh, th- th- uh, am I saying her name right, Sarkazian?
2: Yeah, is that her? Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. When she was talking about, and then all I kept thinking was, did she say she was Armenian too? And I think, wow, her people were persecuted, persecuted. Now she's being persecuted. It's just following Mm -hmm. her with, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and the fact that she pointed out, and I started uh, when I saw the videos, and I go, yeah, the men are fully clothed and the women are all naked. (laughs) What is, is, how responsible do you think media is for this? And I mean all forms of media, from the sensationalism of a newspaper showing a woman in a tight dress, but it has nothing to do with the headline, to uh, ads.
2: You know, I think that in a lot of ways this film is not about the internet necessarily, but it's about forms of, of discrimination that are really deep-seated in our society and that the internet has made them just evident. I think it's, you know, the gift of the internet is that, you know, you see through these threats what people are really thinking and the attitudes that people really have. And when, you know, someone like Anita, who's just saying, hey, let's look at how, you know, gender equality in gaming, when that person is getting just bombarded with death threats and things like go back to the kitchen and stuff like that, you know, it really forces me to question, you know, how far are we really? And it's not like people become a different human being when they get online, but they may express really, you know, deeply held beliefs that they may not feel comfortable expressing either in person or without the veil of anonymity. And I think that it's revealed this, this wave of harassment targeting women. And I will say that the Me Too movement erupted in the middle of making this film and that between, you know, what the internet has revealed about, you know, attitudes people really hold and the power that the internet has had to give women a voice to say, these are the experiences that I've had. They're real. I think those two things happening simultaneously are really shifting our culture, but the underlying culture needs to change.
1: Definitely. And uh, it, it, what, uh, what change has come about? Can you tell our audience through your film? You know,
2: unfortunately I have to say it remains incredibly difficult for someone who is being targeted online to get help. It is really hard. And what continues to happen, and this is another reason why I made this film, is, you know, you get this response. Perhaps if you're a man or a woman, or if you're a woman or a man, you know, it's not exclusive to women to get, you know, death threats and stuff like that online. So, you know, you can be threatened, call the police, and they're going to say, well, we don't really know what to do. It could be, you know, it could be in one town over. It could be across the Atlantic. We don't know. So, you know, turn your computer off. So, yeah, that's, like, that's kind yeah, of the the response that people get all the time. Um, so very painful, really, very, very painful hard because to get intervention. One thing that has happened under yes. the positive is that we do have mm-hmm. several states now that have laws against revenge porn or non-consensual image exploitation, uh, the laws really vary from state to state in how serious of a, of a crime it is and, um, you know, what the kind of remedy the person who's been targeted is going to get. So they're, they're, and in many states, you have to prove that the person who who did it, the perpetrator, had a malicious intent. So someone could just say, oh, you know, I thought she'd be flattered that I, I shared her picture with my entire football team, you know, or I thought she'd be flattered <laughs> I put her up on this website. I didn't mean any harm by it. So um, that can be a really high oh, bar. Oh, Cynthia, you what have? about, Yes, yeah. Cynthia, the First Amendment,
1: that, that part that you brought up in your film, a very right. important part about what right. is the First Amendment right? Okay, could you tell our audience about that?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, in other words, it's, it's, go ahead, threats of violence, um, you know, murder threats, there's lots of things, there's lots of forms of speech that are not um, covered under the First Amendment, you can't, um, you can't threaten to kill people, Um, you can't send targeted threats. Um, You know, there's, there's lots of ways in which um, this idea that, um, you know, you can just say anything on the internet, anything goes is not true. But, what happens is that I think often there's, there's a sense that, you know, the forces that be tech companies, law enforcement are kind of hiding behind this First Amendment excuse that, oh, well, like you know, that's just be Google. Google yeah. controls 90% I mean,
1: of all searches. Yep.
2: Yeah. I so mean, this is something you know, that's just coming a out chance. today. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and I th- think they that, control that. This. Yeah. I mean, I think Google Google if someone has decided and you know, I was just reading yesterday that um one of the things that just came out about uh the Harvey Weinstein case in this book um, by called She Said by Jody Cantor and Megan Troy is that um they decided one of the, their, their strategies, the Weinstein team's strategies, was to discredit women like Rose McGowan, who were making um, allegations against Harvey Weinstein, by putting out stories that would show up very high in her Google results and make her look like she was uh, someone who could not be taken seriously that would undermine her credibility and you know this is exactly what happens to women who are targeted by harassers often it's by by domestic abusers who seek to put stuff out there that destroys their digital footprint destroys their google search engine result and our google search engine results are are you can't put a value on them i mean they are so critical to our success and google you know needs to respect the kind of power that they have over our lives i think and how they and how they treat that data well and i, I in the believe if I, I can do have have sure no
1: and in your film you said 80% of silicon valley is men right i believe Right? 80%. Yeah. So you have the people promoting this. And then you're going to go I'm going to just venture a guess that the people making these video games is going to be again a vast majority of men. And it's reminiscent of a book that came out a while back to me when I was watching this film. And I, I saw some parallels. Uh, I don't know if you remember the book Backlash by Susan I Faludi, heard. I think. And uh, I But heard. it talked about the media and trying to control women. Making women like, feel feeling guilty for not being a full time mom. Making women feel, you know, it's um, yeah. You know, as I read when I read the book Handmaid's Tale, I first thought that can never happen. Then I watched the TV show <laughs> Handmaid's Tale, and I'm going, that might happen.
0: <laughs> it looks kind of <laughs> silly. <laughs> that might yeah. happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's um, like what, the controlling of women is just and the power. It's all about power for these people, I think, too. And and why is revenge porn and victimization gone on for so long? What do you think? Well, in your you know, opinion
2: it's something that this is sort of the internet has just made it easier to do, but, um, you know, talking to, to domestic violence advocates um, that, you know, what, what perpetrators used to do was to just print out photographs of the, of the woman and put them under the wheel windshield of all the cars in her neighborhood um, or deliver them to the doorsteps of everyone who lived near her. So, you know, this isn't going on for a long time that, you know, that women are are intimidated by, you know, exposure of of their privacy. Um, But the Internet has made it just so easy to do. But the reason it works is that, you know, a, a nude image of a woman that gets circulated has a totally different impact on her life than, you know, a nude image of a man that gets circulated. And that's because of our attitudes about women and you know sexuality yeah i mean and... i think if a man got circulated we'd be going oh gross <laughs> right right <laughs> you know, like, oh, <laughs> it's, really you know.
1: Gross. it's not tantalization ten- to us i have to give you some uh we have somebody in the chat room and other radio shows listening and uh she says you're a great guest and your guest is making films that matter so that's a nice oh. quote that's betty joe tucker from movie attic headquarters betty joe tucker and uh oh, it's so you. true and uh, and, and what can women do to protect themselves? Give well, I think there's, a lot
2: of, there's, there's, there's lots of things that we can do. And the one thing I will say that is really important is to have good passwords and to use two-step verification. So if, for any okay. service that offers two-step verification, use it. So what that means is Gmail says, hey, do you want us to text your cell phone every time we get a login from a new computer? Yes. Do that. Those services are effective, and they really help maintain your your password protection. Um, now, I hate to say this, but Google Alerts does that help? Google Alerts. Yeah. Where well, your name comes having, up on the internet. If you yes, this is another thing that is great to do, and it's you know it's not just vanity; it's it's good you know digital safety. Google yourself. You know, see what's out there. Make sure that someone unbeknownst to you, you know, you're trying to get a job, and you're like, why do I keep not getting? you know, callbacks. Why do I keep getting, you know, offers that disappear? You know, that might be because someone has trashed your digital footprint and you don't, you know, know it. So you have to know what's out there when 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 people definitely are going to Google Google You definitely Google
1: yourself. Yes. And I don't know if you set know up this. an alert. I mean um, Yes. And also when you Google yourself there's something called spokio. And it gives all your information. Yep.
2: Yeah. And get you off. can contact them, there.
1: which I have done several times, and contact them and say, remove me. If you find yourself someplace that you don't want to be, be removed. Oh, we got to get this yeah. in here. You, just, you got me so excited, Cynthia.
2: <laughs> but I want to talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the upcoming date, the upcoming dates for your yes. shows. I mean, yeah, you so we, okay? are we are launching, I'm, I'm thrilled to announce that we are launching a national community screening tour. We will be in five cities for one night only starting September 23rd. We will be in New York. We will be in Chicago. We will be in D.C., Miami, and San Francisco. And we will be having screenings followed by special panels and conversations with special guests. I will be at several of the screenings. Some of the women in the film will be at the screenings. And we are also going to be launching great tools and resources on our site. Along with these, we have discussion guides. Get your book clubs together. Get, you know, your, your dance troops together. Come out, see the film, talk about it. And you can find tickets on our website at netizensfilm.com
1: com. And listen, I just want to announce the states because uh, everybody l- listens to my show uh, from around the United yeah. States. Okay, sh- Chicago, all right? That, uh, is Chicago happening
2: tonight? Chicago is Monday, a- September 23rd. But again, get your tickets far oh, in advance.
1: Because, yes, far in advance. It's going to sell out people. Miami, New York City, uh, San Francisco, Washington—all uh, the all the important states. It looks like here uh, cities. But it's so important, <laughs> in this film it's so—it's it, it's so vibrant. It's just so, as I said, watching it for for, for a second time, I, I get like tongue tied, just going, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, and of course, as a mother, it's the first thing you're thinking about is the children. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the children being bullied, and as a as a mother. And um, oh, you're getting raves from Betty Jo Tucker. She loves this. Interview. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Betty Jo. Um, it's just so great, and that um, I, I just want to let's see. Okay, com and then you can find all the dates. I hope you have more screenings in New York because this is um, yeah, this is so well, important. Other, I hope that you the get the other them.
2: thing. Thank you. The other thing I will say is that if you. Don't see your city listed, but you want to bring it to your city, you can sign up to either host a, fil- a film screening in your city or ask us to bring it. So don't worry if you didn't hear your city listed. We would love for this to grow um, as much as possible and bring this to as many cities as possible. I, I would
1: love to see SAG screen it. I would love to see SAG, New
2: York Women in Film and Television, do a
1: screening of it. Yeah. Because this is important yeah. to, to actors as well and people in the business and the industry. Of everything yeah. that's going on, and just so moving and so compassionate, uh, especially for Tina, who had a hard childhood yeah. anyway, and just everything yeah. she went through. I remember when I used to get, as you said, you used to get like I had stalkers, whatever, because I'm a performer, but they would send crazy mm-hmm. notes to me, you know. Yep. And I thought of something, you know, Cynthia. Before the internet, if this happened to a woman, you would have three big brothers and a cousin show up with a baseball bat and that would be the end of it, you know, (laughs) right (laughs) before the internet, you know, we don't, we don't have that family and and anonymity that we used to have, you know, if you're calling somebody now, somebody's going to, oh gosh, there's just, my mind spins, my mind spins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you know, you
2: you raise an interesting point, which is that, you know, the, the ironic thing is, you know, if these people were, putting their threats, you know, in an envelope and mailing them, police would be handling it really differently. But because these threats are coming in digitally, the attitude is like, oh, they're not real. That's just the internet. And threats that come over, you know, Facebook are treated really differently from a threat that you would show up in your literal physical mailbox, which is crazy, because, you know, we don't, we don't mail our death threats anymore. We just we, we send them over the Internet. <laughs> so one of the big things for this film is that law enforcement really needs to get digital literacy. And they need support and to be equipped to adequately investigate these crimes. Because it's not just that the officer who shows up on your door may not know what Twitter is, but it's that they know... That they're not going to get a subpoena from a judge to do an IP address search to uncover an anonymous perpetrator, because the judge. Or as you said, think, that well, one judge
1: said, oh, or the police said that was it a judge or the police? It sounds like a bad breakup, really. Right. <laughs> exactly. If yeah, that was your daughter, would you be saying that? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. would you, so, be you know, that? you're right. You're right. This is so important yeah. to film people. I urge you, go to the website. Just support the website even. If you can't get to the film, just go there, www.netizenfilm.com. For more information, if you have a women's group that you would like this to, to be uh, sponsored and, and show this, get in touch. But it's a very important film. It's a very important film, and I think not just for women, for men too, to realize Absolutely. what you're doing is wrong. It's not empowering. It is so wrong what you're doing. And that, that you know,
2: needs to get out there. Something that I've also been really struck by in screening this film all, all around the world. I've screened this film, you know, from the U.S. to Canada to Norway to Zurich to Moscow. We have been all over the world. And, A, it's something that people can relate to globally because this is happening all over the world. But a lot of men really relate to this because men also know you know, there's so many men out there who have something that you know they perhaps were abused, and they live in fear of their abuse coming out. Sure, um, because you know, men, men abuse men. Have yeah. things, yeah. Um, and so, and you know, it, it just makes, makes them more aware. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's something that we all really, we all share the vulnerability of being exposed and threatened online in a way that can completely. Oh, so true derail our life opportunities so so oh gosh just so much damage cynthia
1: you're not going to believe this we're down to the last 45 seconds of our show but i'm not going to stop the show i'm going to let it play a little bit longer because you are such an <laughs> exciting guest i uh, just if you.
2: anything you want to add please add now you know i be, think uh, again we really want this dialogue to go national, and we want not just people to say, what do I need to do to protect myself, but we need to hold our tech companies accountable for our privacy and our safety. We need to hold our policymakers accountable to get with the program, understand the Internet, put up safeguards so that companies are not you know, allowed to run over our our you know our rights and our safety just run rampant, and we need to also hold each other accountable. So I think you know this is a big problem. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what are the choices that we make when we get online, when we get up every day, and if we see someone and persecutors be, should be they should accountable. These people yeah, doing I mean, this. They should be a law. Should be shamed. You know so. You know, don't shame the woman whose privacy has been violated. You know, shame the person who didn't respect that woman's trust and privacy. So I think we so need true. to really switch how we think about these things and, and make an effort to make our digital spaces and communities great. So, you know, if you see someone being piled on, direct message them and say, hey, I see what's happening. I just want to make sure you're okay. Or at the very least, don't contribute. You know, if someone's spreading nude pictures of, you know, the latest celebrity who's had her photograph hacked, you know, don't click on it. Do not open.
1: Do not open. And also too, you can help by, if you are being persecuted, announce that person's name. (laughs) That's what my Facebook friends do. They announce that person's Mm -hmm. name. They go, this person is harassing me. And I just, uh, I'm going to, we're running over, but I don't care. And I just want to give you my <laughs> quote for this film. And my quote to you, Cynthia, is that this is an important, intense, vibrant, eye-opening film that everyone should see. And that's my quote for you. And I want to Thank you for being a guest today on What's the Buzz New York. And what you're going to hear is I managed to make an MP3 of your trailer. Here it comes. Oh. Cynthia Cohen, medicine.
2: For Anita Sarkeesian,
1: this is the new normal. Armed escorts and public events, bomb threats and death threats. So this is something that comes through the contact form on my website. These are tweets threatening a convention that I was at. This word legitimate threat, who is thinking about what is legitimate? If a company says we want to make this a safe space, and a user says, this is not feeling safe, and the company comes back and says, oh, you're exaggerating, that's not good. I can't even go outside and show my face to the world anymore, I can't go to school, I can't go to work because somebody has already seen me in the way that I don't want to be seen.
0: Every time I give out my name, I know that I'm about to be judged because I know eventually they're going to Google me and they're gonna see
2: what's there and then
0: they're gonna judge me.
2: They need to state their policy. They need to also inform the uploaders that they do not accept revenge porn.
1: We're having conversations about civil rights today that are long overdue that mirror the conversations we're having about online spaces. I'm
2: black and I'm a woman and there's no reason why that should make me less able to speak my voice. able to be heard. Women are
1: losing out in every sense when it comes to the laws that we have to protect privacy, to protect against harassment. New York doesn't have a revenge porn law because our politicians are doing
0: nothing about it. This is not what the First Amendment was about. And I'm willing to go in and try to fight anyone saying that it (laughs) is. Can we get a picture with you? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, how do you know why you do? Yeah. My yeah. What I couldn't say is I'm angry. I'm angry that we live in a society where online harassment is tolerated, accepted,
1: and excused. In all the different, messy, honest ways that we respond to harassment, we actually demonstrate how much humanity we all still have in the face of such cruelty and injustice. Okay. That's www.netizenfilm.com Go to that site. I urge everyone, men, women, children, Oh, just try to get a place, wherever it is, your school, your church, wherever. Cynthia Lowen, yeah. uh, thank you so much for being a guest today. Fantastic film. Thank you. Kudos to you. Thank, thank you. What's you so much for your host. You're welcome. <laughs> Nancy Lombardo, I love this film, people. Go watch it. Okay, Big kiss. Bye bye.